Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the guy who made it all this way and back again, John Wayne, that's right. Welcome to the 200th episode of John Wayne Lied to You. Holy shit, I can't believe it. 200 episodes, here we are. Thank you all so much. Uh, if you're a new listener, if you're an old listener, if you're a midway listener, I appreciate every bit of support I've gotten all along the way. 200 episodes, here I am. But you know me, I keep it real. I am in Wayne Manor, where I reside, of course, uh, in the West Wing, over in the studio of evil, where I reside and do all of my evilly doings and creativities. Uh, here I am with, uh, of course, a heaping. It's early. It's fucking early on a Sunday morning when I'm recording this, guys, and I am hyped. Uh, I got up. I got up at 5:30. I have no idea why. Um, that's just my life. And uh, started doing shit. So I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna get record the podcast." I was already excited yesterday about recording it. I was like, "Maybe I'll record it sat like Saturday night." No, no, gotta stick with stick with the formula stick with uh what works sunday morning you get up and do it it's how it is so i've got a huge cup of coffee here in my drink coffee hail satan mug from some of my favorite people chris and alicia stamps thank you guys so much i'm smoking a a, man i got some good weed this this week you know i always get good weed you know me uh I'm, i'm a professional but sometimes you know you get uh you, you get the extra good weed, you know what I mean? Like you get like a, from a, from one of my people had a, some really tremendous, tremendous high end uh, stuff that I had to I had to go ahead and pick up a little bit of that to uh, treat myself, you know, um, treat myself. So I'm smoking a big old bowl of that in my uh, the Dave pipe that I got from my, my man, Dave Bernardinez. Uh, what's up, dude? I love you. And Andrew, uh, my son. It's also so I've got a big ass bowl of weed. Man, I'm drinking water like a motherfucking camel in my fucking mug, my big-ass water jug from my lovely girl Amanda over at uh, Southern Sun Boutique uh, and, and Jeremy there as well. I'm, I'm hydrated. I'm high. I'm caffeinated. I'm feeling fine. 200 episodes, everyone. Wow, I can't believe it. What a time it's been. Um, major shouts out to my Patreon people, another great, awesome you guys are so awesome for supporting me. Thank you so much. Uh, I have uh, you guys rule the school. You've helped me survive uh, basically, and and given me uh, you know it, it also gives me the the just a, sometimes a boost to know like yeah some people they people got my back man they believe in me I'm gonna do it for Johnny and shit out there. So shouts out to my Patreon folks guys if you'd like to uh, shoot on over to my Patreon and check it out it is patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Uh, there's some different tiers there you can join with all kinds of goodies that you get and uh, every everybody who joins my Patreon regardless of the tier gets access to another podcast I do every week called the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, and that's where I talk to uh, all the awesome people around the country and world that I meet, different artists, different type of people, different disciplines. It's a whole, whole lot of fun. I love, love doing that show, and uh, I hope you love it too. Uh, you can get access to it from any tier on my Patreon, or even I have the $1 beer fund tier that uh, for a dollar a month you get access to the podcast and uh, put a little change in Uncle Johnny's pocket and boy I sure do appreciate that 
Just want to give a quick shout out to some new newbies, some brand new subscribers to the Patreon. Uh, my man Tobias, what is up, dude? Shouts out to you. Thank you so much for your support, man. Thanks for also listening to Vital Social Issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne uh, every week and participating in that with us. We appreciate you, man, and I appreciate your support so much, dude. Uh, thank you. And also, uh, Shelly Rosamelia, the lovely, the wonderfully, the talented. Um, she uh, also joined uh, Rose recently. Thank you so much, Shelly. I had the pleasure, <clears throat> I talked about this last week, of uh, Shelly Rosamelia has a podcast called the uh, Lunch Ladies Book Club podcast in which she reviews uh, a lot of indie press books. And uh, it's a great show. She's she's reviewed uh, my book, Death Packs and Left Hand Paths, on there uh, some, you know, a while back. Uh, and she just had her 100th episode. So again, congratulations, Shelly. Look at us. We're 100 apart, baby. We're just right there, neck and neck, uh, separated by a century. So uh, she had her 100th podcast, I her episode. I recorded a little something for it. She played it uh, on the show <clears throat> with some other authors that you know, she also had had on the show throughout the years. It was very, it was a very good show. Uh, it was a great show. It was awesome to hear like what the people had to say about the show, the other authors that were on. And uh, then... I was this week on uh, a podcast, the Armchair Podcast, Armcast, Armchair Cast with Armand Rosamelia, and uh, that's Shelly's husband. And so I sit down to do the interview uh, the other morning when it's set up, and Armand gets on, and you know he starts the podcast, and it's like I'm not going to interview this guy. I'm going to get some coffee here. Talk to the talk to someone else, and it was Shelly. She was there to interview me, and what a pleasant surprise it was, and it's an awesome, uh, awesome time. We were supposed to only talk for 30 minutes. We uh, definitely talked for 56 minutes, and that's okay. Uh, but check that out. I'll I'll pump, I'll pimp that when it comes out. I think it's it, that episode drops in May. But I had an excellent time doing that, and thank you, Shelly, for. Uh, the wonderful time and for the support on Patreon. Again, guys, if you want to check out the Patreon, a lot of cool stuff over there. Uh, Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And I appreciate you so much all the time. Oh, man. So uh, this week, wow, it's been um, it's been it's been another full week. Uh, this is a full week home. Yeah. So I leave again on Wednesday uh, coming up, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, uh, that this week on Wednesday, I leave to go to Chattanooga, and it's gonna be awesome. Uh, Nick P will be joining me. So, uh, but after that, guys, like, check out my shows page at johnwayneisdead.com. Go to the shows. You can see my schedule is packed. And if you looked at it last week after the show, look again. It's got more dates added since last week. Um, and that's great for me. It is it is excellent to be added to these shows, to be invited to some of these shows. It's 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 really cool that things are are happening. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna be busy, very busy. So I'm trying to this week. I actually spent a lot of time re, I don't know, reflecting on that or just <clears throat> thinking about that. Looking forward, I was like, all right, this is a lot of time, and this is a lot of time on the road. This is a lot of planning. This is a lot of balancing that I'm going to be needing to do throughout the next year, you know, for, for the next, you know, foreseeable future, but definitely for what's on that page right now, all those dates. So I thought a lot about that. And I thought a lot about managing that, managing my time the best way, making sure that uh, I'm taking care of myself throughout all of this as well, that I don't burn myself out mentally or physically or both. And, um, you know, and another thing, trying to, again, make sure that I have enough stuff, you know, um, I'm, I'm, that's, that's the main thing in my mind right now is like making sure I don't 
run out of shit on the road. Because there's a few of these stints where I'm going to be out. I mean, I was just looking at it before I started recording again, just to kind of go over it before I start talking. But there's there's a couple stints in there. You know, I've been gone on these things where I've been these uh, these last couple trips I did where I was gone for two weeks. Dude, there's a few that I'm going to be gone for three weeks. It just doesn't make sense to come home. It's just like boom, 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 you know, three weeks in a row just across the country. So it's, I'm going to be out there a lot. I, I definitely, definitely will appreciate, you know, all the support from you guys, especially when I'm out there on the road. Uh, it's always great to hear from you, uh, you know, sending me messages or whatever of encouragement or anything or just like, oh, fuck yourself, dude. That's fine. Or just listening to the podcast. That's it's fantastic. Th- those are the kind of things that keep me going. This is going to be an amazing year. Uh, I'm I'm stoked for it. I'm uh, planning for it to be an amazing year. Great things are coming, I think. And uh, <clears throat> it's just a matter of making sure we keep the train on the tracks. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it is just as simple as that. And that is that was I mean, I really was thinking a lot about that this week. And just just, uh, you know, it's not all, uh, you know, uh, sweet rosemary and 100 proof liquor and uh, you know bong resin up in my brain all the time guys okay granted most of the time that's what's going on but uh you know sometimes sometimes there's a, a little monkey in there that's just hitting cymbals together going but sometimes very su- uh, subtle some small subtle small amount of time I'm actually thinking about real shit and trying to make sure that I, I keep this all together. And so I'm just, I'm so, I'm very appreciative of where I am right now, right? I just really am. And I'm so grateful. And I just, just want to make sure that I'm doing all the right things. I, I don't want to slip. I don't want to uh, get an ego, of course, or, or be arrogant that's the last thing you know that's the I talk about that all the time the last thing I want to do is appear arrogant to people or or be arrogant without realizing that I've gotten that way you know or or you know walking around with some tremendous hubris that I'm carrying around which brought down the gods uh so yeah I don't want that it's it's all these things it's all balancing it's all kind of making sure I'm, I'm keeping my you know trusting my intuition when I need to and keeping my flow of uh, you know feelings and everything going what a delicate balance but yeah so that's what's been on my mind all week. I've been kind of doing that. Um, man, knocking out these cards like boom, boom. These tarot cards uh, that I'm drawing. The tarot deck, I, I, as I've talked about in past episodes, I've, I've been working on this tarot deck for a while now. A couple months, a couple few months. And it is coming along. I'm over the hump of the halfway point, And uh, I just, um, I'm barreling towards, barreling towards the end. I have a goal of... Uh, the 15th of May is when I've put the goal upon myself to have the entire deck drawn. Now, no, that doesn't mean it comes out then or it'll even be out soon after that. There's a lot of ins and outs with this deal, but uh, it will be done. And then I can, uh, you know, I'll feel I definitely will feel a great sense of accomplishment, but it'll be done and it'll just be uh, on to the next thing. You know, I also have picked up some logo work this week. So I got hired to do some logos. Um uh, for some folks, and that's good. Uh, I know if you guys are out there listening, uh, you know, uh, Charles, I got, I still got you on that logo, and my man Josh Martins Spicoli. Uh, I actually think I drew a pretty good idea of what your tattoo is going to be, dude. I'm drawing a tattoo for my man, my little brother, Josh Martins Spicoli, out there in 
the Chicago area around it somewhere now. He's uh, he's all over the place, but I love that guy. Yeah, so I'm doing stuff like that too, but my main focus of drawing right now needs to be completing this tarot deck uh, for sure, and that's what I'm that's what I'm working on doing. Also, again, Splatter Western update. Man, I have uh, hit some uh, great strides with that this week. Um, if you don't know, I'm working. That's uh, my work in progress is a Splatter Western, a horror Western, basically, for uh, Death's Head Press. They're it's it's not a series in that they they go together. It's just a you know a collection of their horror western books, and I'm a part of uh, the second wave that comes out next year. So I've been working on that a lot this week uh, as well. Just um, I, I hit a pretty cool a couple of cool little points in it, and I was having a lot of fun uh, with that. And I got to one point with one thing, and I was like, you know what? This guy's just, I'm just this guy's just gonna die right now instead of anything else. So I just like threw that in there and I was like, awesome. I love to do shit like that sometimes and uh, really challenge myself. But it's been a lot of fun um, <clears throat> uh, doing that and, and you know and just just doing my thing, trying to keep it together. Uh, I sent all the prints out again. If you guys bought uh, prints of my tarot cards, they should have been they should be arriving. Some people have already hit me up with um, that they got them and uh, I appreciate you guys checking those out as well and i'm going to get a bunch more of those printed out before i hit the road to chattanooga it's another thing uh, i'm trying to get all balanced out and and take care of but uh yeah just just another awesome thing to keep uh keep putting out there because people seem to like it and like it quite a bit now um yeah so wow man um i guess you know 200 podcasts so this episode, it's gonna be pretty much. It's gonna be the same. I'm not. I'm not changing format or or you know doing anything like uh, a clip show or a retrospective or uh, you know I'm not having like I don't know. It's not gonna be that much different or really different at all. The only <clears throat> kind of uh, retrospective. I, it's not gonna be that. But like what I'm going to do though, what I've decided to do, I thought a lot about this. Now, I know that, um, you know, the show has grown so, so much, you know, uh, over the last 200 episodes. And especially being out back on the road or being on the road, I pick up a lot of new listeners, and which I is awesome, and I'm, I'm very appreciative of that. But what happens is, so there's 200, that's a lot of episodes. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's awesome if you are someone who's like, I'm going to go all the way back to number one and listen from the start. Like some people do that and that's awesome, but not a lot of people do. They just kind of pick up where they find it and, and start listening on forward. And I do that with, with things as well, especially when you don't have to have a whole lot of background from episode to episode. If you're just listening to stories, you pick up the, you can pick up on it. But so one of the things with the way that the podcast apps or, or listeners, whatever list the shows and the way the server list, you know, handles them is that it's it, it only displays, uh, I believe, 100 episodes at a time. Maybe they up that to like 115 at a time or something like that, that, that shows on the feed that you can access. So the rest of them get like, I guess, uh, just put like they're still on the server, but they can't only we can see them. Only I can see them on the site, um, you know, and choose whether to re publish them but they'd go you know to the next number whatever but uh even if you have been listening from from the very beginning which is fucking awesome thank you uh what i wanted to do was uh kind of revisit something from the beginning of the show but i'll i'll more on that as we get closer to it <clears throat> so 
one thing about this podcast, you know, when I started this podcast, it was it was because I I uh, I wanted to have some some other way to connect with people. You know, I I was just kind of I loved talking to people. I, I'm not even sure. I think I was just starting to do conventions uh, a little bit around the time I started this podcast, or maybe I'd just done my first Scares That Care. And, you know, the thing was, is I was, you know, I've, I'm like, okay, I've got, you know, these books out. I'm trying to get out there. I've got this band. I'm trying to do all this stuff. But it's really hard to figure out how to stay on the radar or relevant in, in people's eyes or, you know, put out, keep putting out stuff to keep people interested, all that kind of stuff. You think about all those kind of things, you know, and <clears throat> I, uh, I'm somebody who listens to a lot of podcasts. I'm an avid podcast listener, uh, you would say. Now, since I don't have a, a day job anymore, I listen to a lot less podcasts because the last job I had uh, was, you know, labor job. I could just listen to podcasts all day and that's what I did. So I, I had a I consumed a lot more then, but I have definitely listened to an array of podcasts of all different kinds, uh, as I'm sure many other people have. I'm not like saying that makes me an expert by any re- means, but I knew what I keyed in on and what I liked about podcasts and what I liked about the the hosts or the people on the podcast. I, I took all of those things and thought about them. Like what, what makes... What, what, makes me connect with this podcast or this person or this, you know, host, what, what is it that it is helps me to connect with them, you know, and it's just, it's a kind of a, almost an intangible mixture of a lot of things, personality, um, you know, what they talk about, like all, all that kind of thing, the way they, they react, all, all, all of these things go into that. But I wanted to, I realized that what it, what I, what it helped me to do was stay connected to those artists that, I really liked and I really felt strongly about them and their work. Oh, there's Serby. He's got to appear on the 200th episode. Thank you, Serby. Um, yeah, so I wanted to, I, I really, that, that was what I wanted to, to do. I was like, okay, I want to stay connected to the people that are, are connected to me or maybe just met me or whatever. I, I don't, I want to stay out there and I want to continue to be able to connect and people to feel connected with me. Um, so, Especially because, you know, I was like, I'm going to be next time I'll be in your city, whatever's going on. I was still trying to figure out travel, but I'd done podcasts before. You know, it's not like this this was a Johnny Come Lately, like, oh, a microphone podcast. You know, the great, powerful Nick P, as, as, you, as you all know, uh, he and I and a couple other buddies did do a podcast. I've, I've mentioned it before um, years ago. I mean, we're talking like 2010, 2011, we started this podcast, and it was a over 200 episodes of like two and a half hour episodes you know each one of us having guests we had segments you know we it was a whole thing uh that we we did so we definitely learned a lot through trial and error learned a lot through experience of actually working in the medium but uh so i i was like i hadn't been back into it in a while and i was i was just thinking like okay Maybe I will start a podcast. That maybe that's a good idea. Uh, Brenda from the Mockingbird Network, who who uh, runs the network that uh, this podcast is on. Thank you. Shouts out, Brenda. I think I'd seen her at a couple of shows, and she's like, you know, you should start a podcast. We need to get you a podcast on the network, and that was bouncing around in my my head. And when I decided to do it, I was like, okay, here's all the things that I like about the podcast that 
are my top tier, never miss, don't care what they're talking about, don't care who's on. What do I like about those shows? And, and, and I want to bring those to my show. And also, you know, those are some of these artists that I also happen to be like, you know, and I've talked about this before where you have certain art, artists, at least I do, where no matter what they put out, I, I'm getting it. You know, I'm not waiting for the reviews. I, I'm not, I don't have to wait to see a preview or read a preview or, or hear a song from it. It doesn't matter. Like the new Deftones record, as soon as they announced it, I pre-ordered the vinyl and the special edition, all that shit, because I love Deftones. That's one of my favorite bands. Uh, so I, it doesn't, if they've had Pip farting on a snare drum for the whole thing, I'd be like, well, that was different, but I kind of liked it. You know, that's, that was, that's me. That's the kind of thing where, you know, has been cultivated between, you know, myself and this band. I, I want everything they put out regardless. So the, that, that's kind of like what I would like to cultivate with people just, you know, Hey man, listen, you know, we have a podcast to listen to. I'm not going, I'm not going anywhere. You can still check me out here. I got these videos and, and consistency was also something super important to me. Cause I, I said, you know, I laid out all this stuff. I was looking at what I was going to do and I was like, well, here's the deal. Consistency is, is what it's all about. Um, if I'm going to do this, I am going to do it every week. I'm not going to make excuses or miss weeks or, you know, oh, I'm going on the road, so no podcast. No, I'm not going <clears> to. <throat> I wasn't going to do that at all. Consistency is super important, I feel. I've talked about that before, especially with podcasts and stuff like that or anything that is serialized, you know. Um, if you, you know, I know everyone's got to take a break sometimes, but you know, the longer you step away, you know, if you, if someone's hitting that, that feed and, and you're renewing your feed and it's like no new episode, no new episode for two or three weeks, man, that's, that's not what I wanted to do. I didn't, I wanted to be there every week, do this show every week and, and stick with it. And that's, uh, uh, important. And I have, so, you know, there's 200, 200 episodes, man, 200 weeks. And I know sometimes when I'm on the road, they come out, the show comes out on a, on Tuesday instead of Monday or Monday night, but man, it still comes out. So I I kind of take that as a, a personal point of, of pride. I'm proud to, of of having been able to stick with this and keep it going. And I'm not quitting yet. I'm I'm still plugging away. Man, we'll do 400 of these. Well, just like Bart Simpson said, if I had a show, I'd run it into the ground, and that's exactly what they did. Wow, man, that show tells the future. You should definitely listen to it. So yeah, so I wanted to be consistent, and I wanted to. Um, you know, just have a good time and, and be like, hey, this is me. You know, this is not a personality. This is who I am. And and here you go. You know, and hopefully, it, you know, people connect with it. Like I connected other things and you stick with me. And it looks like, you know, it's worked to an extent. And uh, I've had a blast doing it, really. Um, I love <clears throat> I love to do all this kind of shit. You know, and in the beginning, I remember I recorded for this podcast, I... Uh, I put together like the first five episodes, right? I was like, well, let me, because uh, at first I was like, well, let me just bank a bunch of episodes because I don't, because again, that was my thing about consistency. I was like, I don't want to miss a week. So just in case, let me do like five episodes. So I, I picked like five stories that I was going to tell and uh, sat down one day and and, um, and just recorded like five episodes probably over two days, because maybe they were like 45 minutes, an hour, or something like that. And I sent them to uh, Brenda from Mockingbird Network. It's just like, I was like, uh, well, take a listen to this. Is kind of what I was thinking. And, you know, she was like, well, how about this? You definitely should have some theme music, and you definitely should have 
music in between your segments of the story, you know, and gave me some some notes. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. You know, and she's like, maybe a little bit more structure to what you're doing and that uh, just some good notes that I took. Uh, you know, I took what I liked from it. And, and basically I just scrapped all those episodes and started started over and, um, you know, got the, I did the theme music. I, I put that all together. I put the transition music together and uh, just started going from there with it and and um and i really liked how it went it seemed to get a good response and then later on i added the tarot reading so the first several episodes don't have the the tarot card readings in them but i i added that later on as i started to get into tarot and um and yeah so the podcast has definitely grown it's definitely uh you know gotten more in depth and and covered large swaths of things i never thought it would cover but man it's it's uh it is a living organism, ever changing, ever growing, ever green, if you will, and ever smoking green weed, always and forever. So yeah, um, that's kind of like yeah, and that was how the the podcast kind of began, and uh, it, it's it's started as supposed to you know more more or less just being the stories from the past or whatever, you know, crazy shit that happened to me. And it still is, but it's also kind of turned into this chronicling of my life as well as I go along, like in this, uh, you know, in my endeavor of this writing career and art, you know, career in the arts and all this other stuff that's, that's going on with it. it it's become that kind of chronicling of my life in that fashion, as well as stories from the past or crazy shit that happens along the way. Um, so it's, it's kind of become a hybrid of those two things. And I, I really like that. That's kind of how, that's how it's evolved over these years, uh, of doing it. So awesome. So again, man, you know, thank you guys for 200 episodes. Uh, uh, it, it, what a time. And so, like I was saying, um, I, I didn't do the, uh, tarot readings, uh, for a while. Uh, I was getting into tarot and then, and then I decided the more I was learning it to incorporate it into the show. So uh, we'll get into our tarot reading this week. As you may know or not know, I do a three-card tarot reading re- reading, reading on myself before every episode and uh, write down my thoughts, what's going on with me, and then I look at that uh, through, you know, the prism of the cards, if you will, and just, just to get a fresh perspective. Sometimes you just need to look at something a different way or just, uh, you know, it, it kind of uh, is a nice thought exercise. So I enjoy it quite a bit. And uh, I hope you do, too. So this week, what, you know, I already kind of told you guys what was on my mind uh, at the top of the show. But my thoughts this week uh, uh, that I wrote down, again, is balance, 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 um, smart decisions, uh, discipline in the sense of disciplined with my time management and disciplined with my uh, organization of my time because I'm disciplined in every like if I say I'm you know we talk about discipline all the time I'm I'm that's one thing I can say I'm good at I'm good at being disciplined if I say I'm gonna do something I do it I do the boring shit every day that you have to do to get good at it or whatever it is I, I stick with it I have no problem with that aspect of it but it's just you know the business side of things that I need to pay more attention to as I have mentioned in the past I'm, I'm just not super business minded uh, but I need to buckle down on that and, and you know, or or f- have the uh, whatever it is wherewithal to say I need help and, and try to find somebody. But that those kind of things are on my mind uh, this week because it's it's ramping up, man. And I just want everything to go as well and, and, and as possible and keep 
this growth going with my career and myself and uh, all, all of that stuff's going on in my mind this week. So, um, so we will get into it right now here. So our first card is the Eight of Wands reversed. Okay, so with the Eight of Wands, this is also the only card in the deck, um, in the tarot deck, that does not feature a person, right? Or even like even the aces where they're holding the the thing that there's a hand there, right? This is just wands across the across the a field of you know color on the card. <clears throat> so so what this card is saying, this is like showing like action. We're moving, right? We're moving fast right now. We're charging ahead. There's a lot going on uh, with us, and so it's like. <laughs> but here's the thing. We're moving fast because there's a lot going on and we need to move fast. But this card is, you know, in the reversed position like this. It's saying, you know, hey, it's telling us to basically be careful. Ch slow down in, in where we can and, and make sure we're not rushing into things just because we're already in this go, go, go pace. Be careful we don't rush, just say like yes to something that we know we can't do you know we talk about that a lot and just rush into it without a plan because we're so charged up or we're so like go 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 and we're not necessarily thinking because everything's going good for the time being the wheels are staying on we just need to make sure we're not making poor decisions during this time which again like I mentioned earlier I want to make sure you know things are ramping up I'm moving fast I want to make sure I'm making the right decisions along this way to not you know, to keep it all going and keep it moving up. Um, again, this card also, <clears throat> it, uh, it, it, it reference, it makes mention of the, like the seven of cups does the shiny objects type of syndrome. That I talk about where, um, you, you, uh, you just like, you're not even completing what you're doing because something else comes as you start something, you're like, oh, that looks fun. And you drop this and you go, you know, to that. And then and then you start that. And then the next thing, you know, someone's jingling some keys over there. And you're like, oh, that dog has a puffy tail. And you're running over after that. You're just not finishing. We're switching our focus from one thing to the other so quickly and so inefficiently. We're not getting anything done. And we are just simply falling out of balance. Um, we're not accomplishing anything and and we're just starting things and moving to the next thing uh more than likely making uh, excuses to ourselves as to why we're doing that so think about this i mean for me i'm like okay this is exactly what i don't want to happen you know it's busy you're moving you know there's deals coming doing this this got to take on that do that got to be here got to be that uh oh hey do you want to do this over here look 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 i i don't want to make that kind of a decision where all of a sudden I turn around and everything is out of whack because I made the wrong choice or did the wrong, you know, or wasn't paying enough attention because I was move everything was moving so quickly or I, you know, things looked too good to be true and I didn't pick up on that. Those kind of things. That's what that's kind of what I'm talking about. So this card is, you know, definitely speaking to that um, you know, for me. Also, one thing about this card is in the reverse position can say can can mean we are uh being resistant to change to some kind of change maybe and we might not even realize it honestly again because we're moving very quickly a lot of things going on a lot of things on our mind a lot of strands in the old duder's head but 
you know, again, this is saying just slow down for a second and look around. Make sure we're still on the right track. Make sure we're making the right decisions. And is there something we need to change that we're resisting that we're just like pushing away because we're like, no, that's not right. And that's it keeps coming back, keeps coming back. We need to look at that, you know. Um, We need to look at that because if we are resisting change, that is one of the things that's impeding us. That is one of the things that could be slowing us down. That's one of the things that's going to screw our focus up because change is inevitable in this sense. You know, it's, it's something that needs to change or it's going to change whether we like it or not. And the longer we ignore it, the more um, frantic, I guess, it, it can get uh, and until everything is just completely stopped so that you are forced to address this change. And I don't want to get to that. You don't want to get to that either. Um, we need to look at it and make sure we're, you know, stopping, looking, taking some time to plan this all out, um, you know, and just being careful that we're not getting caught up in our own bullshit as we get whisked along on this, um, you know, everything kind of go, go, go type of situation and type of life. Um so yeah, there's I mean there's other things about this card, but you know that's definitely the what I'm focusing on of this card right now. So next card, um, the three of wands, and this is uh, in the upright position. So when the, in the three of wands, this is kind of saying that you know we have a lot, we have our plans going right now, right, uh, and they're going well to the extent that we're even like hey, you know, maybe I could do something else, you know, maybe I could, you know, make this a little bigger than it is and, and take on a little more. And we feel this way because everything is going steady. We've been preparing. We've got the drive. We're doing it, right? Well, think about the card we just had. Everything's going fast, fast, fast because we've got all this stuff going on. Um, but this so, but this card is saying, I, you know, on the other, so beyond that the eight of wands, you know, moving to this card, it's like, you know, get all your shit under control with the eight of wands, you know, take out the shit you shouldn't be trying to do, slow down a little bit, look at what's going on. And then we get to this card, the three of wands, where we get everything in a comfortable way of going. We've got just enough. We're not taking on too much. Even like, I know it says like, you might be thinking about taking on something else, but I don't know. You know, that's that's going to be a definitely a personal thing. I, I wouldn't do it soon after getting everything under control. Um, certainly not. Maybe let some time uh, go. But this card is also, you know, it, it's 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 saying not not only like are there. Is there our time for us to consider other opportunities? It's also speaking to opportunities that were that for us that we're becoming more aware of, right? That we're out there that we either didn't realize because we weren't in the right place or maybe we've advanced, um, you know, a step or, or reached a, a kind of a, a goal point and now these opportunities are open to us and so we're just kind of becoming aware of them. So that being said, that's one thing because they're just coming into our awareness, right? We're not necessarily going after them right now. This, this is just the potential for us to do it is there. So what, the best thing to do is just stay with, with what we're doing, you know, 
keep our shit on the tracks. And once we have it and we know we're confident that we can reach out for one of these new opportunities and move forward, then we do it. Then we get beyond our comfort zone. We push just beyond our comfort zone and, and, and work with that until we make that a point of comfortability and then push it again. You know, this, it, it, the, the car, this is like encourages us to, you know, get bigger, think bigger, you know, don't limit ourselves with what we have or where we're at right now. But, you know, I just, and that's great. And that's what we should do. And I'm just saying like, after though, we get our shit together with the eight of wands reversed, then we can step into this, this card right here. And then our next card is the knight of pentacles. And that is uh, in the upright position. So, you know, we know, we know about knights, dude, they are Boom, action, go, hardworking, you know, uh, uh, cards. So they they take the action. So with the upright, uh, the Knight of Pentacles, you know, this, like earlier when I said about being disciplined, this is like with this knight. This knight has, like, embodies this um, discipline of doing, having no problem doing the same thing uh, every single day or whatever the, the thing is that needs to be done, no matter how boring or mundane it may be in order to excel at that craft. I E uh, like I've, the example I've given before is when I was, you know, really trying, you know, learning to play guitar and really wanted to get better. And I got into this thing of practicing like five to eight hours a day where I was just sitting out in my little practice room, uh, and, and metronome on and r- running up, you know, all the scales, you know, all my fucking little riffs, all my, you know, all the modes and all the different keys and, and the metronome, ding, 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 and that's boring as fuck. And that's like two hours. And I haven't even really done anything fun on the guitar, if you will. I haven't like rocked or anything. I've just been practicing that so that's like what this night is it's like i don't give a shit this this may be boring but i'm gonna get step be able to step up on stage and blow you away because i did all this because i laid this foundation so we have to think about it like that um for sure uh also with this night you know we're we have okay so we um we have our plan already going we've been working methodically towards our goals all that kind of stuff We've been sticking to our schedule. We have everything going kind of like the three of wands. I just, we just talked about things are on the track. We're looking at other, you know, other opportunities that are becoming available to us. So, um, the Knight of Pentacles also reminds us, yes, these other things are there, but we need to also make sure we're staying dedicated and committed to that original goal, to our greater goal. Um, and that these other opportunities aren't pulling us off of that because just because a new opportunity becomes available to us doesn't mean it's the right thing for us to do even if it is related to our career field or what we think we're trying to do this is just this is what this is saying you know make sure we're still going to be going to our you know our goal you you know stick with our routines don't quit that over time remember what the original you know don't lose sight of our goal uh our original goal and don't lose sight of what it's taken to get you where you are and what it's going to take to get you to the goal or to the next level um you know this is this is again this is kind of like one of those things of like i i look at this as almost like an ego check or uh you know you know shut the fuck up johnny and get back to work i don't it's like you don't forget like shit's going good like you may be having more attention than you've ever had before for what you do 
But don't forget what got you there. And don't forget what's going, that's going to sustain you there. So it's like, got to stay focused. We've got to keep our motivated, you know, motivated actions and, and, you know, don't underestimate the value of planning. Uh, that's also a big part of this card. And that's, again, like, man, I'm, I, for me, it speaks to me in a sense of like, I really think I plan things. I don't, I'm not that great of a planner. Uh, I don't like to plan like trips or, Hey, we're, let's, this is what we're going to do all day. I I like to just kind of let it, you know, see where the, the six pack takes us, baby. But for this, for a lot of stuff in the business side of things and, and, and whatnot, I need to be a better planner in that sense. So that's what this speaks to me. It's like, don't forget to plan. Don't forget to look around and, and, you know, despite how fast you're going, stop so that we don't run the train off the tracks. Don't get distracted by these other things. Don't, you know, get this shit under control. Go to, you know, the three of wands, look at these other opportunities, kind of see how we can manage our time better to possibly accept the best one that's going to move us forward. But with the Knight of Pentacles, you know, that's great. Take on a new opportunity when we can, but don't forget to keep up with the shit that got you where you are and will keep you going. So that's that's the reading for today. I got a lot out of that. I hope you did as well. Um, I, I, uh, I enjoy doing those readings. If you'd like to learn some more about tarot or you're into tarot, I do a card of the day reading every single day on my uh, Instagram story at John Wayne is dead. You can follow me there. And um, every morning, uh, it's a two minute reading and it's just a card of the day every day. So yeah, check it out. Now, earlier I was talking about the uh, awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast that I do on my Patreon and uh, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And that's where I talk to different artists around the country and friends that I've made over these the, my travels and, and such. And um, what I've been doing sometimes is playing um, an excerpt from this week's episode to, to kind of uh, introduce uh, you guys to uh, the person that uh, one of my one of my friends and the person that's going to be on the Patreon that week. And hopefully you'll check them out. And if you want to hear the rest of the episode, you can jump over to the Patreon and and, uh, you know, grab one on the one of the tiers and you can have that and all the back episodes. But this week, uh, I want to play a little a little snippet from uh, the, ep- the episode this week with uh, a very good friend of mine. Um, who I met in Chicago uh, a couple of years ago and have kept in touch with. Uh, she is one. Well, she was one half of the Goth Heathers, but not mean. She wasn't mean. Um, <laughs> she's great. I love her to death. Uh, Mindy DeHart or Mindy Macabre, as you say. Uh, she's a, a very talented artist. Uh, wonderful, wonderful person and. She uh, sat down with me for a little while, and we we chatted. Well, we definitely chatted uh, for a, a long time in the hotel. And uh, I have to say that uh, a couple weeks ago, when I did the recap of Chicago, I did call her husband Clint, and his name is Kurt, and I am an idiot. So sorry, Kurt. Sorry uh, again. But anyway, I had Mindy on the show, and we had a, a good laugh at that, and and a lot of fun. So. Uh, here is uh, a little bit of my conversation with my good pal, Mindy. Yeah, Mindy, so when you were tabling with Jeanette, you guys were sharing it, you had several pieces there. It, like You had some some boxes that you made, that you painted. Um, what else did you add? You had some paintings, did you not, uh, as um, well? There. 
I um, I have a mix of everything because I have, like I was talking about before, I kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, so I had some boxes that like I would either like call my tarot boxes or witch boxes, like because um, I want want something so I could store my tarot cards. So I made some boxes and like I really like the triple moon and like the goddess symbol. So I just started oh, yeah, painting yeah. them. See how yeah. So you know what I mean? It's so, like painted them and do different things. And I also had other boxes that I've uh, refurbished, I guess you could say, like I'm thrifting them, you know, oh, like just something yeah, that definitely. I would buy. And like that had journals, I had journals too. I, yeah. Oh yeah, that's journey. right. My you God. had a bunch of cool ass journals. That's right. I remember yeah. that. I remember um, that. I can't even remember what else. I'm like weird. I do like some centerpieces too. I think, I don't know if I had some random hair pieces there or not. Um, yeah, I do a bunch of stuff. So you I don't do, even do. know. I said do do. You do a do lot do. of things, we, and 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 uh, and you do a lot of uh, things really well. Uh, but oh, like you were talking you. about uh, curtsy, you're you're <laughs> talking about you're wanting to refine it down into something like more streamlined, right? Kind of like pick pick a thing and uh, kind of go maybe sprout off like that's the thing, and you sprout off from there. Or what were you thinking? We talked a little bit about this. Yeah, well, actually, so I know I said to mention because, like, uh, I'm in the process of finding out if, like, I maybe I have ADD or ADHD or not because. Hey, oh, so, uh, we got uh, the results are right here. Let me. Uh, I got the envelope. Here it is. Uh, here, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Yes, yes, oh, see, yes. You are me... there. You, oh, uh, hey, oh, the banana. <laughs> get that! Don't I don't call me on that number on the what? air. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, you probably are. So, yeah, yeah. Bingo. So, so we yeah, all are. So I actually have a yeah. I have to call to you know have a what do you call it like a consultation or whatever session to like you have to uh, take a test and shit. Yes, which um, it's which super I long. Am, Let me oh tell you, gosh. it's like so so long. You sit in this fucking thing. It's like four hundred oh, and some no. questions, and you're like, this is going to take forever. But it really goes fast because you're like. Uh, all right, I get it. Like you're like sad, 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 sad. <laughs> just like happy, sad, sad, and like just kind of go through it. If it's the same one I had to take, and uh, oh goodness, they're like, all right, well, sir, you are uh, not the father of this baby. And I was like, what kind of <laughs> test was I taking? Yeah, but, really. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no, if it's that same thing, so you have you probably have to go to consultation and then then have a test and stuff. Yeah, done. Yeah, there, so done it. Well, I'm excited and also obviously nervous because, you know what I mean, so I could have an answer to, like, what's been going on with me and stuff. Um, because with all that, at least, though, with it, I guess the benefit is that I do dabble in a lot of different arts and stuff, which I enjoy. So I was thinking, because um, me and Clint, or Kurt. Um, <laughs> oh, Clint so and Kurt. Kurt were, yeah, we're, we're Clint. talking. Um, <laughs> um that I could, what I could do is, depending on what show I'm going to, is what I can kind of, like, focus on. So, if I go to, like, wit, more, like, witch fairs and, you know, like, spiritual fest or something like that, I could focus on my journals, my tarot boxes, my witch box, like, like stuff like that. And yeah. then for oddities, you know, more, like, my other sculptures and things that I like to do. So, hopefully then, um, so that way I can still do the things I want to do without, like, getting too stuck something because I kind of get stuck where I'm like okay I'm kind of bored of this now I want to try this new thing um because 
before the pandemic, I was like, I want to try stained glass. So luckily I have a friend um, who lives near here whose mom does stained glass. And so um, I went over there and she taught me some things. Um, and she said, like, I picked it up really well, like as if I had already um, have done it before. Like, she's very nice and very informative and like, it was awesome. So maybe like, you were, okay, cool. you were stained glass, stained glass person in a, in a past life. You were a yeah, maybe old or stained some glass. kind of crafts men or woman craft lady um lady yeah so i'm excited because i like to sew too so i want i want to do that too oh so many things that's a lot of things i know you you should just open like a whole store like called mindy because that's what your name's just gonna be (laughs) and like you're in there just like it's the fall so it's uh boxes you know and then the spring you're making dresses and you know and then winter it's a hazy shade you know so it's like uh stained glass everywhere because i don't you know something like that dumb but that's a lot of shit the dream is just to have like oh because that's what i'm doing converting like my garage into my workspace and um my office as i call it which right now it's just like a a closet store all you know stuff um, the studio of evil now you're not nobody can see me me gesturing vehemently but <laughs> but uh yeah i know what it is to build up your office and be like this is where i come work bitch yes so um especially too that way i have somewhere because like when i i guess like when i switch you know what art i want to be working on at least i have the space and like everything organized so i could do that because that's kind of my hiccup right now because i was going to have a storefront but that didn't work out um which is it's a whole other thing um and so I just have to switch direction so that's why converting the garage and stuff um but yeah the dream to have my workshop and then hopefully with shows like book shows again I was really apprehensive to even book shows obviously because of COVID (sighs) ruining everything um but so like now like slowly and since I've got my vaccine um So I'm excited. So hopefully I can do that. Because I feel like I do better it, in person than online. I'm like, As I told you, like, in the hotel, like, I'm so awkward with social media stuff. You know, I just, yeah, it's, awkward. it's an awkward thing. And um, stage fright. Ah! <laughs> no, uh, well, I mean, I get it, but you're you're great. Um, but it's is, like, so what's <laughs> so it's the move like then you think. Rather than having a, a brick and mortar these days, like building up this. This presence, this this brand, if you will, that you you know you're taking out to shows and everywhere, like at pop ups and stuff. That's where the brand exists. That's where you get your Mindy shit at that, <laughs> and then it's available online as well. Um, yes, that seems like that's the modern move. I don't know because I don't know what it's like to have to have a store that you keep things in. That's because my... yeah, that's a lot. And my mom, um, so she is like. <laughs> She's kind of a stereotypical Korean woman, I say, because she uh, had a dry cleaners um, and she used to do hair and nails. Shouts God, out King her. Spa. Yes. Korean Spa. No, Shouts out. Oh, there you go. Yes, Korean Spas. Um, my mom, like, Korean. <laughs> I love King Spa. But yeah. anyway, sorry. Woo, she went. Focus. I know. It's a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. So she's had, like, a storefront and she loved it because, like, she loved the neighborhood, the people. Um, was here in Oak Park, or like, I'm in Berwyn, so she's yeah. it was Oak Park though. Um, and she loved it, but there's a lot that goes into it that I just 
unless I own the building, I've learned through, cause I was going to take over her space, but it was just, it wasn't, it just didn't work out. Um, right. so mm-hmm. I'd rather, unless I own the space. Yeah. I'd rather just have my workshop at home or like, ideally I can like move somewhere that has a house and like a barn workshop. So that way I, you don't even have space yeah, and then yeah. just travel. Cause that's what, like, I like how you get to travel, like what you're doing. That's awesome. Like, that's what I would like to do. Travel to places and you can meet people and, you know, see, you know, the U S that like, would normally I wouldn't get to see, you know what I mean? So yeah, hopefully knock on wood that, uh, that it all, <laughs> that it all works out that yeah. way. Cross all my, fingers all i mean I, I don't see why it can't you just have to keep doing it and not quit put a plan together you'll be fine i'm i'm, yeah, I'm backing that's why 100%. The... oh thank you i appreciate I was, it that i was gonna oh, yo absolutely i was gonna say but i'm like a little bitch drive like all these driving across things because you're like oh see the sights i'm like fuck this like nick and i drove to nevada i'm like hey look at that mountain yeah that would suck to fucking live over that on that or fall off that or drive <laughs> off of that or drive into that and that's about the extent of like what we were like and then we're just like all right well, like, put back on Van Halen because, like, you know, Van Halen had just died <laughs> during that time, so we were like jamming it for a while and crying. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm like, I, when I'm there, when I'm in these places, I'm like, hundred, like, hundred percent work, like, you know, stuff. I'm not like, well, maybe I'll go take the tube down to fucking Express Soul <laughs> Station and have some famous gap and shit to fuck up. I'm not doing that <laughs> shit. Come on. Yeah. Well, I would hope to, like, if. If I can plan it properly um, to travel and then have enough time to like, you know, thrift at the local places because I have a whole bunch of different stuff to see and get yeah, my grubby little gremlin hands on. <laughs> that's what you but, have to do, though. That's like a lot. A lot of uh, vendors and stuff do that. Like, um, yeah, the girls, uh, Kira and Ashley shouts out of Hanseaco who are next oh, to us. Uh, yes, I love them. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait to so we can vend all together. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be. Amazing. We all love. Yes, we all love them and proud of them. We all. No, I love them uh, very much. They're all they're lovely, uh, but they always stay like extra in, pl- in the places they're at and go get those rocks and gem- like gems yeah. and shit that they they See, go like no matter places that they actually <laughs> get them from, you know, so that's pretty and in- that's pretty intense and interesting. So that's like, you know, a-, a lot of people do that. I would just when I stay uh, extra in a city like, you know, like I did in Nashville, it's just to be in like a, you know, a, a small, very like small small stark white fifty dollar <laughs> night motel with jism on the tv and oh, uh, and no locks on the windows and you know that's what i like to do in between you know i can't go not everyone can go looking for gems and you know thrifting that's for true. that's true but that's uh that seems like that's the that's the way to do it you yeah know, i you, think so you fill your time between cities just shopping like putting more shit together building yes. it up and seeing the things and all the shinies and I don't know. I think that we I fun. love the shinies. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, we're saying that so we don't get sued by the shining, right? No, <laughs> the shinies. <laughs> it's the best. Like so hopefully, ideally, that's what I'd like to do. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um like since I haven't been driving, um, for a whole year like i'm almost like nervous about driving again it's like oh really what is this thing yeah because kurt always drives so it's like oh my gosh i've become a kept woman is that what it's called right (laughs) (laughs) kurt bring me to the market please i must go (laughs) no i 
yeah, I barely drive like anywhere anyway, except when I'm on the road and my car just is, is then during the pandemic, I definitely wasn't driving anywhere. So if yeah. I just got to drive to the corner store to get beer or something, I would like windows down, listen to half a song, like just like, <laughs> like open it up <laughs> just to get down. That's to where... the co- exactly. Just so I could like feel driving again. Like I don't forget, bitch. But... Yeah, I, uh, oh, man, I actually sold my car because it was sitting for so long and nice. I'm saving up because I want to get some I wanted it because I had a, a Hyundai Elantra so I wanted to be able to get something more travel friendly especially for uh show stuff because I couldn't fit anything um so <clears throat> saving so hopefully I'll get maybe a jeep or a jeeper a jeep or something maybe I don't know I don't know yet we'll see but uh, a jeepers creeper <laughs> yeah that's- <laughs> That, that's, prob- um, that's problematic now, so don't get one of those. Don't get okay. a jeep. Don't get a jeep creepers, <laughs> but just get a jeep. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Gosh. I don't. Some. You know what? It's probably from watching too much Elvira. Like when she wins the the Jeep Wrangler. I need a Jeep Wrangler. So it's probably yeah. it's just been like buried in the back of my head forever. So we'll see. I'll have to even I'll have to car shop. I don't know nothing about cars except I needed to get me places. <laughs> And fit all of my junk and the stuff and the thrifting. It, it was like when I first saw Back to the Future, I always wanted that truck that Marty gets at the end. That fucking 1986 Toyota, whatever. I think it's Toyota <laughs> with the roll bar and shit. I was like, I wanted that truck so bad. You're looking at me like you haven't seen Back to the Future. If you're not seen I Back have to seen the Back to the Future, but I don't know anything about cars. So like, it's I don't Toyota, either, really, it's but it's just truck. like a truck. I was like, I wanted that truck so bad, like, but, you know. Uh, what do you, so you, you know, ran not the DeLorean so you could travel? Like that would it's be not practical. better, I think. It's not practical Pro- for it's too flashy for me. You know, <laughs> I, I need I need something, you know, I, I don't ride like that. And yeah, I need a low I, rider. I want a low rider for for real. Uh just drive that shit around, slam to the ground. Um, oh, no, no. oh, I love those. I love I, it. You don't like I, it? I need stuff with space. I'm actually like more claustrophobic than I've realized, but like those little cars, like was it Porsche or Porsche Porsches? With <laughs> they, have, the like they're so little. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, no, I don't. Of, like, no, like I'm talking a big Cadillac sports. slammed to the ground, put some Dayton's yeah. on it. You know, <laughs> system. That's what I want. Candy paint. I'm in Houston, so we got to have that candy dripping off the brain. Oh, okay. Like, all right, there you go. A little bit of me and Mindy. Uh, if you want to hear the rest of that episode uh, and that conversation, shoot on over to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Join one of the tiers and uh, you can listen to that and all the back episodes. There are 66 of them and uh, plus a bunch of videos and cool stuff on the um, on the Patreon wall that you get access to that I put up there. So, uh, yeah, and check out Mindy at Mindy Macabre on her Instagram and uh, she is delightful now. Moving on to our storytelling portion of the show. Like I said uh, earlier, uh, I was going to explain what I uh, kind of explain what I was talking about with it only listing uh, the podcast apps, only listing so many episodes back. Right. So I understand like I understand. I know a lot of people um, started listening to this show at different times right? different parts of the show. Uh, So. A lot of the early episodes, a lot of those early stories are now lost, to, or not lost, but they're just not available uh, on the f- regular feeds anymore. Uh, so I thought I thought about that because I did have some people actually bring that to my attention. They were like, I'm trying to, 
uh, listen back further, but it only goes back to episode whatever. And I'm like, oh. And then I started looking, and I was like, oh, it really does only on those. So uh, some may be different. Some some things may go back farther. Some may not. Some maybe maybe one app out there goes all the way back to to the start. But I'm going to bring it back to the start myself. What I've decided to do is to retell the first story I've ever told on the show. It's kind of a story that really got me kind of interest into storytelling because I told this story uh, to people uh, a lot. I told it on stage at the Houston Moth, came in second to a old woman who told a story about a masturbating monkey. So... You just, uh, you know, there's no accounting for good taste sometimes. But, uh, no, I've told this story on stage a lot. And, um, you know, I understand, I know there's a lot of people I've met out there and they've never heard this story before. So uh, this is this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell uh, the first story that I've ever told on the show, the one that kicked off the whole thing, uh, 200 episodes, y'all, y'all, Yawn these 200 episodes ago. I don't even know if I used that right. But, uh, yeah, so this is, um, I don't remember what I called it the first time, but I'm going to call this, uh, you know, Weed, Death, and Colorado. The Return. Part 1.5. Shit. So, you don't necessarily have to be a long-time listener to the show to know that I love weed. Um, I love to smoke weed. I love weed. Uh, you know, I always am smoking on Grandpappy's medicine at the beginning of every show. Uh, you know, I'm always, if you see me out at the show, uh, at a show, anywhere, at a con, I'm high. Um, don't, you don't even have to ask. Yes. The answer is yes. And if the uh, question is, do you want to go outside and get high, the answer is yes. So, I love to smoke weed. It's, um, you know... I just like it, and it's it helps me to uh, navigate the this reality in which I'm currently uh, occupying. So, that being said, when marijuana be first began the the legalization process, um, it was very exciting. Um, that it was going to happen in Colorado. It really looked like it was going to happen, and in 2012, they did vote uh, recreational marijuana to be legal in the state of Colorado. So that didn't mean that, you know, January 1st, 2012, everyone woke up and was like, whoa, the world didn't end from uh, Y2K. Let's go buy legal weed. No, it was just past then. There was, uh, this was the first state to do this. So there was a lot of infrastructure that had to be set up, a lot of, uh, you know, like a local government, there's a lot of issues. There's a lot of shit that had to happen before dispensaries actually opened for recreational uh, use, right? But they did open January 1st, 9 a.m., 2014 was when they opened. Now, that being said, as I said, I, I love weed very much, and I, I very badly wanted to uh, experience one of these dispensaries in the legal sense. So my, uh, you know, my wife, Katie, who was then my girlfriend, uh, had a friend uh, of her good friend, Vicki Ho. What a show. Shouts out. She was living in Steamboat Springs, Colorado at the time. And 
she suggested that we come out for a visit sometime. I guess Katie was talking to her, whatever. They set up the visit, and uh, it is in February, if I remember correctly. Like, I believe that last week of February, maybe the March 1st or something like that. <clears throat> Needless to say, not even a, an entire m- month period has passed. Uh, or no, no, I'm sorry. Maybe two months-ish have gone by since the legalization has happened, since the dispensaries have opened, I mean, uh, and people are buying rec- recreational weed. So I'm like, yes, we, we're doing this. As soon as like talk of that came up, I was like, oh, absolutely, we have to go. We have to do this. So we we planned a trip to Steamboat to visit Vicky. But before we, you know, Steamboat is out kind of, it's in one of the mountain towns. There's, you know, a lot of skiing and all that kind of stuff there. But, uh, you know, we were, we planned to fly into Denver and hang out in Denver for a, a few days and then go up to Steamboat Springs and, uh, you know, and have a little vacation, have a little vacation. So that's what we did. Now, I, um, we flew into Colorado in the evening and, need, okay, so needless to say, I already have the, where we're, st- where we're staying, uh, how, where all the, the dispensaries are located in, in, you know, regards to where we're staying downtown and all this stuff mapped out and ready of course i already knew dispensers would be closed when we got there because i i think back then they all closed at like 7 p.m very early they still kind of close early sometimes but i've seen them open as late as 10 so they probably there's some that probably stay open really late now in, in other uh states but back then like so i had it all planned out it was like they open at nine they close at sit you know whatever we got you know we got in late we got to our hotel um, and it was, and it was, a uh, you know, it was, it was awesome because when we got to Colorado, it was, it was snowy, you know, not horribly snowy, but snow on the ground and, you know, kind of fl- flutteries or whatever you call flurries. And we were staying at this awesome, like boutique hotel in downtown, in, in downtown Denver. I forget what it's called, but it was, uh, it's an old ass building that they, you know, refurb or kept, you know, I don't know, whatever they did to it to upgrade it and make it this nice hotel it's nine floors we are on the ninth floor of this hotel so we check in it's all great you know we're up there it's, it's the evening and like i said it's snowing and shit but it, and it is it's really warm in our room but there's no thermostat in there like it's i'm looking around i'm like where do you turn the heat off in here like what did... so i i went down to the desk and like uh asked uh you know hey how do we do this Thing with the heat and they, they he said well you know it's one you know it's an old building so it's all heated from the furnace in the basement or whatever um we don't really have that kind of shit in texas guys sorry you probably understand some people understand how that works more than i do but it's this one thing so they turn it on for the whole building basically so we can't control it and then like we're on the top floor so heat rises so it's it's just hot as hell in our room and he's like we'd be happy to send up uh a fan or two fans if you'd like, or your windows, the windows do open in, in your room. And I was like, the windows open? And like, yes, sir. It's like, oh, shit. I don't think I've ever been in a hotel room where the windows opened. So I go back upstairs. I was like, we'll just do that. No no problem. Go back up there, and we open some of the windows. And these are, you know, pretty, they're old, old-ass building, old windows. You know, we pull them up. There's no screens or there's no nothing. It's just open windows. So that's how we cool the room, and it's all well and good. Go to sleep. Next morning, I'm raring to go, guys. I'm up. I'm, 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 you know, I've got my GPS on my phone, like where to where the weed first weed store is. I'm like rushing. I'm trying to not rush Katie along for like 
you know, because I want to get the weed, but I, I kind of can't help it. But we have to eat first. So we're, we, I'm like, all right, we go walk to a place close by, have breakfast. I'm like chomping at the bit. And, you know, Katie's okay, like, okay, let's go. So I'm like, bing, I have my little map out walking. We go to the first one, the closest one I found or whatever. And it's in like a, an office building. And we walk into this office building where it's at. And I was like, what the fuck? Is this it? It's in an office building? So we look at the elevator and it's like, yeah, like whatever the, the place was, you know, level four or something. So we go up the elevator to that. As soon as the elevator door opens, it just reeks of weed in this entire floor. And I'm like, oh, I think we're in the right place. So I went and found like where whatever door was like the entrance and I walk in and uh, it's just kind of like an like a office. There's a, a, a young woman behind a desk, like a, like a secretary type situation in the in the first room I went in. She's like, "Yes, how can I help you?" And I was like, "I would like some uh, legal weed, please." And she's like, "Absolutely, sir. Can I see your med card?" And I said, "No, you can't because I don't have one." And I was like, uh, "No, I I mean like um the the rec- recreational weed." And she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. We're actually out of uh, rec weed." And I was like, "What?" She's like, yeah, we're we're out of it. It's uh, you know, all, a lot of the dispensaries that you know got hit pretty hard over the last few weeks when um, you know, when it all o- opened up and uh, a lot of people are having a hard time restocking. So, um, you might have that problem with a lot of the dispensaries around town right now. And I was like, you what? No, what? No, you're a lie. You're a liar. Why are you lying? You liar. And I stormed out. And it, Katie was like, what happened? I said, lie. Don't talk to I don't want to talk about it so <laughs> no so uh, I was like that can't be true um so I, I I just denied 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 and we go downstairs I find another one and I go uh we're like all right let's walk to this one so we we trudge down a few blocks to this next one and uh it's it's the exact same exact same thing no we're out of recreational weed um I I went to another we went to another one after that and I think it just had a sign out that, that said, we're not open until we restock or whatever. And I I mean, I'm like crestfallen, guys. And Katie turns to me with all sincerity and, and she says, look, you, I want you to accept the fact that you might not be able to buy any weed at a dispensary while we're here because they are all out. And I was like, but that, I don't want to accept. She's like... Look, you smoke weed all the time. It's not like, you know, you're not going to be able to smoke weed again. If they don't have it, they just don't have it. And I was like, fine. <laughs> and she's like, look, let's see what's close. We look, looking on the map, and uh, we see that we're very close to a brewery called the Great Divide, which we both like very much. Um, so she's like, look, let's walk to the Great Divide Brewery. I said, fine, go drink beer, I guess. Yeah. So we're walking to the brewery, and uh, we're on the sidewalk. Katie's walking in front of me because I, like a petulant little child, am, you know, trailing behind her, looking at the ground, kicking rocks, mumbling to myself about stupid, stupid, fucking, oh, no, no weed. Nah. You know, I'm just, I'm just very, like, uh, you know, just full of venom and piss and angry and, uh, you know, let down. And then um, I'm walking. You know, like I said, not paying attention, and Katie had stopped in front of me, and I almost run into the back of her, and she's, I look up, and she's pointing across the street at something. She says, what's that say? And I look across the street, and spray-painted on a piece of plywood 
that has been affixed to the you know wall of this building above a, a door says yes we have recreational weed and katie was like i wonder if that means they have but i was already gone i was already across the street at the door ready to pull you know and so she comes across to hold on hold on so you hit the you know first one i've ever been to i hit the little like a doorbell button and it's got a camera and they're like hello can you hold your id up to the light to the thing so we do we go inside and i'm like in heaven like i was you know when if you've seen the simpsons episode where homer is talking to the germans uh and they're like oh we come from the land of chocolate and he's like land of chocolate and he goes into that kind of fantasy where he's just running around eating everything like everything's made of chocolate and not that was like it was for me walking in there i was like oh my god you know this lovely young lady greets us at the count hello i'll be your i'll be your fucking helper to whatever helping you today and i was like oh my god this is amazing uh all right I'll, let me get this and uh one of those and two of those and a, a chocolate almond ball for my father and uh let me uh, thank you thank you weed lady thank you you know we so we ended up getting um like two two tins of mints that were like 10 milligrams a piece the mints or five um one sativa one indica um we get uh and then i get like um did we get no they don't we got one 100 milligram uh like truffle like it was like a brownie thing it was called a truffle but it was back before they they divided them up into 10 milligram serving so this was just a, a thing that was 100 milligrams that's it so i get uh and then i bought like a quarter of some the highest sativa they had whatever so we take our stuff and uh and i get some papers and all that kind of stuff because i don't have a pipe or anything and we get our shit and i'm like so excited i'm like christmas morning getting a nintendo you know excitement level but right down the street like the great divide is you know within i you know we can see it from here so Katie's like come on well let's go have our beer and then uh you know still and i'm like oh, i want to smoke my weed and she's like you have plenty of time to smoke your weed let's go have some beer so we we go to the great divide and we have a couple beers and a couple laughs and we go back to the to the room and uh we're like well we'll regroup figure out what we're gonna do for the rest of the day and and I was like, I can smoke some weed. Yes, you could smoke some weed. So we get back to our room, and I sit down at the uh, at the little desk, and I start breaking up weed, and I, I start rolling joints. And I rolled uh, roll first joint, I put it down. I roll the second joint, I put it down. Roll the third joint, and uh, I put that down. I'm like, that'll that'll do for now. And um, I I go uh, to look for a lighter, and I pull out. Uh, this lighter from the jacket pocket that I have, my leather jacket, and it's a, a wizard. It's got a little wizard on it called the wizard lighter. So I uh, I go over to the open window. I open it up a little bit more, one of the open windows, and uh, I set the lighter on the windowsill and then turn back to the desk to grab one of the joints. And I turn back to the, to the window just in time to see the wizard lighter slide down the the tilt of the sill the, the the grade and just out the window and gone i'm like fuck all right well katie let me see your lighter and she's like i she didn't she didn't have a lighter she's she didn't want to bring it on the plane or whatever so she doesn't have a lighter i'm like well fuck matt do you have matches and she's like no i don't have any matches either so i'm i'm looking around the hotel room for matches and there's no matches there's nothing, nothing in this room for that. Like, like I said, this is a boutique hotel. I don't know if they, they do whatever they want, but there's no matches, no nothing. So I was like, what the fuck, man? And Katie's like, well, why don't you just go down to the front desk? I'm sure they have something down there. And I, I'm over at the window, and I actually, you know, I, I 
put my head out the window and look down and I see the lighter is on a ledge just below the windowsill. So I'm like, oh, it's right there. I can get it. And Katie's like, what are you doing? And before she can stop me or anything, I'm already backing out of the window on the ninth floor. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of backing out and I'm holding the sill. And I, I'm, I looked and the ledge was like, I don't know, maybe like four, four feet below the, the, the sill. I can just grab it and just climb right back in the window. So I, I, I'm backing out to, and then I'm start to kind of lower myself holding on to the, the windowsill, like to the, to where I'm going to hit the ledge beneath me. And I stretch my arms out all the way. And I'm like, not touching. I'm not, my feet aren't touching anything. So I'm like, that's weird. Well, it's gotta be right below me. So I'll just, so let me let go. So I let go. And it was below me about another foot. And so I fall about a foot, foot and a half and hit the, hit the ledge. I land on the ledge and my knees buckle. And I just kind of straightening them. I just jump and fall back off of the ledge. So now I'm falling off of a nine story building and all I can think is that if I die falling out of this window, I will be personally responsible for setting back the marijuana movement in this country decades. Decades. I would I would ruin it all for everybody. The headline would be idiot stoner tourist falls to his death trying to smoke his legal weed. It would have been awful and I would I did not that couldn't be my legacy I was not going to be I couldn't be that guy I just couldn't be that guy so you know people they, they say like you hear when people tell stories like this like oh it happens and something happened in slow motion and I did this and that that's bullshit nothing slow motion about this this all happened very fast very fast so as I'm you know as I realize that I am have kind of jumped back off of the ledge now I just throw my hands up and and go and go to just grab and I grab hold of the ledge. I re- I grab I'm holding on to the side of the ledge. And now I'm hanging on the side of a building. So I I look and I I kind of rock myself like uh get a little momentum going to the right and I kick my foot up and I'm able to put my foot my, my right foot up on the ledge too, and then use that to like leverage and pull myself, you know, push myself actually up, back up onto the ledge. So now I'm on the ledge and I look up to where the windowsill is and I'm like, fuck, that's a lot higher than I thought it was. What, what was I, what am I doing? But I can't stand there on the ledge on the side of the ninth floor of this ledge for very long. I will freak out, you know, I'm going to have a freak out, you know, you just can't do that. So I look down between my legs is the lighter. So I'm like, well, fuck, I'm here. So I reach down and grab the lighter, look up, throw it through the window, jump up like just jump straight up like I'm getting the bit the best vertical leap ever in the world and just get a hold on the windowsill and 
pull myself up enough to get a better grip and then pull myself up through the window, scraping my arms and legs the whole way, scraping my my legs as I pull myself over the the windowsill and in. And I'm like, I, you know, my, my, I pull myself in and just hit the floor and just lay there. And I'm like, okay, I'm okay. Katie is freaking out like I, for good reason. Um, but I'm not even really listening to what she's saying. I'm just hearing that she's, you know, I can just, I'm like kind of my own thing. Like that was fucking crazy. Why did you do that? My arm, my forearms are all bleeding from being scraped on the, pulling myself up on the wall. My shins, like I cut, like uh, ripped my jeans and my shins were all cut up from pulling myself up the wall. And I was just like, all right, okay. It's over. You're alive. That was dumb, but you did it. So you better smoke those those joints. And let me tell you something. I did. I smoked uh, all three of those joints. And then, um, you know, we uh, settled down, you know, kind of got over it, had to, you know, look, you know, telling us, like, even thinking about it was like freak. You're just like, I can't believe about how, you know, adrenaline's super high, super high adrenaline. You know, I, that's why I smoked those three joints just to try to calm down. And we leave to go, um, you know, we're going to walk somewhere and, eat, you know, get dinner or whatever. And, I uh, I say, well, let's go this way real quick. And so we, you know, we go around to that s- side of the building where our window was, is, and I look up and I'm like, fuck. And I just look all the way down the building to the sidewalk. And there's, there was nothing below me but sidewalk. There was no dumpster. There was no comically, you know, it was going to hit like a, you know, an overhang and, and, and bounce and do like some gymnast, you know, Mary Lou Retton dismount off of the pummel horse and, you know, get the gold medal. No, it was like sidewalk, dude. It was like falling. I would have fallen to the sidewalk. I, I, I don't know. Nine floors probably wouldn't have made it. I'm not sure. But the important thing was that I did not fall off that building and ruin the marijuana movement for everyone. I was not that guy. I was not that guy. So after that, you know, I uh, we did we 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 smoked the rest of the weed. We had a friend there that was having he he took us out and bought us beers, and I took him up and showed him. And I couldn't even look out the window because every time I got close to it, my stomach would just drop, and I would start to just my head would swim. So I, I would just like stood, I was like, look over, look over. That's what and. It was insane, and um, uh, yeah, it it sucked. And I don't look at those things like, oh wow, I, be- I guess I made it for a uh, you know, oh, I must have made it for a reason or something. No, it's just like you're an idiot, and dumb luck, <laughs> idiotic luck helped you survive something like that. So it was uh, it was dumb. But I I'm a lot of people they're like, okay, sure, dude, this is a fun story, but. You made this up, right? And I promise you this. I did. This is a 100% true story. I wish that I was making it up. I wish I could say I embellished parts of it. But I absolutely, this is one of those stories that is 100% true. Um, I don't know how I did that. I can do a lot of pull-ups. So I, you know, Katie was like, I'm so glad that you can do a lot of pull-ups because that probably saved your life. Maybe it did. Maybe I would have had Hulk strength anyway. Like I said, the adrenaline was insane. But 
um, yeah, so that I, uh, that's the story. Uh, the first story that was ever told on the podcast. And now uh, here we are revisiting it uh, 200 episodes later. All right. Thanks, everyone. Hey, 200 episodes. We did it. I didn't die in Colorado. I still got weed. I still get weed. I still get high stone all day. No, um, no, it was a uh, that was a, a one of the scariest uh, and fun stories to tell. But it, it it is pretty, pretty freaky, man. Anyway, thanks, guys, so much. If you're new. Thank you guys for checking out the podcast. If I just met you uh, or, or met you recently, if you've if you've been listening to the podcast forever, thank you so much for the support, everybody. I very much appreciate it. Uh, if you'd like to uh, support me a little bit extra, you can go to Patreon.com/slash John Wayne Is Dead and join one of the tiers there. Uh, get you some goodies and get you access to that awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast. Comes out every week as well. Um, you know, there's like I said, there's back episodes you get access to, and uh, I put up videos of songs and stuff lots of cool stuff up there so uh head on over there help old uncle johnny out always 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 you can go to johnwayneisdead.com for all your john wayne needs the shop page there has uh, my books records t-shirts stickers all that stuff more prints once i get uh them restocked but yeah when you order from the shop there i of course will sign everything for you and send you some extra goodies because i appreciate you so much but i also appreciate Every every order, it, and then all of my books are on Amazon, Kindle, Barnes and Noble, all that stuff. Any place you can get books and uh, is is most convenient for you. It is av- my stuff is available, and I thank you so much for that support. Um, yeah, uh, as always, you know, follow me at John Wayne is Dead on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Check out my other podcast I do every Thursday with Christopher Triana called Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne, where we talk long form uh, discussions on horror and all things related and uh, music and stuff. And yeah, so thank you guys so much. This has been uh, a real, uh, a real delight for me. I'm I'm stoked to have made it this far. I'm I'm beyond uh, stoked that you know you people listen and have helped me get this far. So uh, here's to another 200 guys. Thank you all so much.